back to Midlife Millennials. Uh, this is episode seven, and I am Mandy. And I am Stacy. Alrighty, we got a great show today, but first I want to start with what did you pick? What's your poison? Oh, oh, I have, I'm not going with coffee today. Um, I have one of my favorites, which is a Starbucks iced black tea, but I Ooh, add the oh, mango, yeah. I add the mango dragon fruit base to it. Oh, hey, so I've never tried that. It's super good. So yeah, you can good. just go and ask for like a black iced tea with mango or just the black iced tea with the mango dragon fruit base. And yeah, it's delicious, especially oh, on these super really freaking hot days. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how hot it is there, but it's, it's not, as, here. not as hot as for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> We're like in the 80s. Hot. You guys, it's just like 100 something awful ridiculous. <laughs> It's like anything over 90, I'm like, just don't even tell me the number. I don't care. I It's it's hot. It's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? What are you drinking? I am. I'm doing another cold brew, but I switched to like a chocolate toffee creamer. And then uh, I dressed it up with some whipped cream and cinnamon. Ew. So, delicious. Uh, yeah, I've got it in my Stanley, Stanley cooler thingy, sippy. <laughs> I was cup. thinking Stanley steamer. I know. <laughs> I was gonna sound like I'm trying to. I read got the him music. a stainless steamer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking it out of a stainless steamer. You're like inhaling uh, the vapors, <laughs> dude. One day they're gonna have it to where you could just like inhale your coffee and go. Because America is especially just probably. go go go. That's all it is. But <laughs> there's probably people uh, that like flat out inject caffeine right now. Oh hey, dude, yeah. That. Really. I don't know. I, I mean, I assume people have probably tried that because people are dumb. Um. <laughs> I, feel like it, I feel like it's like steroids pretty much. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe don't inject like, coffee into your bloodstream, but <laughs> I don't know. Inhale anything. Right. Well, they make caffeine pills. Can't you do it sort oh, of yeah. like crack style and like crush up the caffeine <laughs> pill and like make your little pipe? Yes. Yes, I wonder, I, I'm not going to try that. I know my mom <laughs> listens to this show. So, oh, yes. Yeah. Disclaimer, mothers, this may not be the episode you want to listen to. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to learn you a little more know. about us today than they probably Let's anticipate. Be held responsible for where this goes. Or the actions of our past at this point. <laughs> right. Hey, you know what? I. I'm going to just keep that Buddhist mentality and just, it's in the now that the past doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's can't, true. Can't come back to haunt you or anything. We're, we're different people now. Yeah. Every seven years. Different people. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. We talked about that before. Yeah. Like we've been renewed. If you haven't caught on yet, which that of which is, Relationships. <laughs> yeah, relationships. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're happily married. I mean, I'm oh, yeah. assuming the happily part, you're married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ha happily and married. Yeah. Uh, Which is awesome. How how many years in are you guys now? Uh, so we are ten years of dating and like knowing of knowing each other and nine. Not nine years married. <laughs> say, wow, that time this went really year. fast. <laughs> this year, I think this year is two years. I anyway. think so, yeah. 
Well, I was there too, and I don't remember. I mean, COVID happened. There was a lot of shit going on. <laughs> it was like, it was like was the year of 2021. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, cigarette too. Well, you'll be at two yeah. this fall. Yeah. 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 I am. Wow. I am almost three years out of marriage. Wow. I know. That went by fast. Wow. I know, right? Wow. How long, how long were you guys married, though? Uh, so we dated for four. We were married for six. So we were together 10 years and then. Yeah. That's right. What, what was the point in which things started to turn towards the, the path that it took? When we got married. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Just, just put that right out there. Well, I mean, I'm not going to get into my full backstory here, but it was kind of a, almost like a bait and switch situation. And I was of oh, the mindset married. at the time, like, I'm newly married. I should just be the supportive wife. And that never got better. So, yeah. Oh. So that went on for six years. So, wow. yeah, my marriage was not the best. But clearly, you know, now I'm now I find myself in this weird situation. And we're going to get into like our our kind of our background here for a sec, but I'm just going to put this out there that like, I am now like, I've been single, single now for like the first time ever in my adult yeah. life. So that has been quite the thing. It's a, uh, wow. I know it's weird. Like I, I spent, I'm not ashamed to say this, but I spent, <laughs> I spent the majority, if not in brief relationships, like I spent the majority of my twenties, you know, um, single, just, mm -hmm. just, you know, rolling about town, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> but never a serious relationship. Like, like I am now, like, this is the most serious, obviously mm -hmm. <laughs> relationship I've ever been in. Yeah. And I have pretty much always had like long-term boyfriends right. up until getting married. And then now I'm like the complete opposite. Um, but my sister and I had this conversation actually with our cousin not too long ago about just the women in our family in general. And we think it's just sort of like a, a mindset thing that has been passed down somewhat generationally, but like that whole idea that you sort of have to have a man and have to like be in a relationship mm -hmm. or you're, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why there's that pressure. I don't know if it's like, you need to have somebody that takes care of you and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. But it's just sort of right. has been our pattern. And then we look at our moms and we're like, oh yeah, that's sort of been the pattern of our moms as well. Um, so it's just been sort mm. of the thing. I don't know. Yeah. And now I feel like I've, it's been so awkward for me because I feel like I've broken out of that cycle and I don't know what to do with myself. Sometimes I'm like, wait, <laughs> I'm doing this all by myself. This is freaking awesome. <laughs> and I think even out of like, right out of high school, I had a long-term boyfriend. Um, yeah. and then that went bad and he brought home his new girlfriend. <laughs> so clearly that didn't work. So then I moved out with somebody else I had known from high school. And then we were together for several years. 
Right. And I think I just had a very brief couple months of being single, but it was when I was doing like my teaching credentials. So I was super busy anyway. Yeah. And then met Joey and that was kind of history from there. Cause I was like in my early twenties, early to mid twenties when I met him. Wow. So I know it's kind of weird to think about it now, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Cause it's, yeah. It's like in, in high school and, and I, I never dated any, anyone in high school, but it seems like in that high school and shortly after time period, it's not, um, you're not like, you don't just see each other, like go out on dates before you call yourselves boyfriend and girlfriend is just kind of, I like you, you like me. And then you're just we from that hands. moment on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and it used to be such a big deal. Like, yeah. Oh, they're holding hands. Oh, yeah. they they kissed like it was such a huge deal. Now it's right. like, eh. I know. Did you see? Did you see so and so at lunch? Oh my god, he was talking to some other girl. Right. Or you kn just knew like the little like make out nooks around the school, like and you just <laughs> everybody sneak that away. wasn't doing the making out. Yeah, everybody knew. Everybody, everybody knew. knew. Yeah, even, even if you weren't making out, you're like, I'm not going in that corner right now because I know there's some kids over there making out. Yeah, they're right behind the bushes. <laughs> So I started dating Chris, gosh, during our senior year must have been. We all, we got our first apartment with his brother and our friend Cherie that was dating his brother at the time. So the four of us all had a place. And I think because we all were like new into college and working and doing our own thing, like you just, you suddenly are out of that environment where you see that person every day. Yeah. And I mean, you, you see them every day, but you don't see them like in, right. the, in the context of school and you're coming home to the same home. And so, but like you're off doing your own stuff during the day, like working yeah. and school and stuff. So like it was just different and weird. And then well, it's, it's crazy. I just had a thought. It's like, you know, when you're in that age demographic and if, if you're still dating the person you're dating in high school after you've already graduated or after that, <clears throat> that year it's it's almost difficult to take that relationship and say this is going to be the person i'm spending the rest of my life with so the relationship is so vastly different than when you're in college and a little bit older you know in your early mid-20s when you're still kind of have that young mentality but but relationships mean something different now um especially between then and, and us now um i'm sure you approach dating much differently now than you did then for sure i i would imagine oh yes yeah. Yeah. And I think part of it too now is I've just seen a lot more and I'm aware of a lot more. <laughs> like I dated a guy for quite some time that was a big time substance abuser, mm -hmm. but I was busy, you know, I, like I, we lived together, but like, I don't know. I think I just let a lot of things slide because I was constantly busy and constantly going to and fro and like right. doing all my stuff that I didn't really notice it right away. Yeah. But then like he kind of became really controlling and it was a weird situation. So like I went through that, but my sister went through a crazy abusive situation with her, um, her baby daddy. <laughs> um, and I watched one of my very close cousins go through a really bad abusive situation with the man she was married to. So like, I think you just, over time, you've either had these things happen to you or you've seen these things happen to people close to you. And so it just, at least for me, like I try to learn from my mistakes and the mistakes of the people around me to, you know, avoid some of the crazy 
that's out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a lot of crazy out there. How did you meet? I forget. How did you meet Josh? Uh, we met donating plasma in South Bay or not South Bay, wherever the heck point Loma. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I walked in, said mama like, and, uh, that was the, <laughs> did you actually walk in and say that that would have been hilarious to, to Sabrina. I did just, I did to Sabrina. <laughs> that, <laughs> not to him. That's be, no, I don't know how I would have been received, but I mean, yeah, I <laughs> maybe he would have liked it. I don't know. Maybe, you know, I don't know how we were both very, a lot more, uh, forward then we're a lot more introverted now, but we were. <laughs> Very straightforward then. Um, no, there was an empty seat next to him donating. So I'm like, swoop. And um, <laughs> I just thought of something to strike up conversation for. And we talked the whole rest of the time. And he's like, do you come here often? And I'm like, <laughs> every Tuesday and Thursday, my guy. And uh, <laughs> um, and we actually ended up, I mean, he. I don't know if he did it on purpose or not, but we went, uh, came back a second time. And that's when I left my phone number on his windshield. Oh, yeah. Well, Sabrina was Sabrina was the spine in that one, like uh, my total backbone right. because she gave me <laughs> the idea and she helped actually find his car. I didn't know which car it was. She oh. picked it out of the whole parking lot and I'm like, all right, <laughs> Sabrina, the stalker. She dude that that was the uh, man. I wouldn't we wouldn't I wouldn't have him if if she hadn't been my balls for that one <laughs> way to go sabrina <laughs> yeah for the win no, um, yeah <laughs> stalking for the win <laughs> stalking in in the name of your bf like come on like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is that is i sacrifice. think it's different if you're stalking for someone else as opposed to just being yeah. a stalker right <laughs> I, I i consider that more of a lookout like i'm not stalking you yeah. dude i'm ch making sure you're you're in your prime and you're dateable your for my prime? best friend. <laughs> yeah, you've got to think primitively at some point. I <laughs> we're acting on primitive instincts, yet we're not thinking That's of true. it primitively. So you gotta you gotta think more primitively so that it's a win win win. <laughs> Is this one functioning properly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You didn't date a lot prior to Josh or did you? Um, I, I did. Uh, I did. Um, definitely my twenties. I dated all, uh, you know, yeah, I did. <clears throat> like the casual <laughs> hookup or just kind of a mix of things, a mix of things. I would say, um, not, not many relationships. The ones that turned into actual relationships, um, were, <laughs> uh, it was they were brief maybe a year year and a half give or take um and then the rest were friends ish hmm. but yeah that i yeah well in high school all of high school never dated um at all and then shortly after high school well, i didn't start officially dating again until i was like 21. oh wow yeah okay yeah <laughs> damn <laughs> I mean, no, like kudos to you because there that's like all there is that pressure in high school of like who has a boyfriend who doesn't. Yeah. Who's like, you know, I think I may have had a dad and who isn't, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I think I may have had a boyfriend when I was like 12 <laughs> I don't or 14, 15, 
14. I don't know. But it was like one of those like, come on, preteen, <laughs> like, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. And, you know, like you said, it gets the extent of holding hands and a kiss once in a while. But mm -hmm. then it's over. Nobody, nobody talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's funny how it's like easy and innocent then. And like now, so <laughs> since I've been married, I've uh, been divorced. I mean, um, I've delved into the world of online dating, which did not exist really like pre I mean, I think there was like the, you could pay for like <laughs> match.com or something like not too long before I met Joey, but I never did it, you know? And, uh, so now it's just the world of like, just mm -hmm. join every app, <laughs> you know? And, um, it was really, <laughs> really weird experience. I, I met some, I actually, for the most part, I will say the people that I met were all pretty decent. Um, I never like ended up on dates with creepers for the most part. Like nobody that was like yeah. giving me the, like, he's a future wife beater or something kind of vibe or anything yeah. like that. Um, and I don't know, but also like, it's just sort of your own standards that you're willing to like, you know, either just, I, I don't know how to put it, but like either you're desperate and you're just going to kind of like go out with whoever, or you're like, you know, I'm really kind of looking for something more specific. And so you are a little more picky. So I was a little more picky, but you like catch on really quickly that like, no matter what dating app you're on, it's all the same people on the dating apps. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, which <laughs> I'd like to I'd, I'd like to point out too. I think millennials are responsible for online chat rooms and dating, um, like yeah, MySpace, exactly. for example. I think we pretty much we already talked about how that was a very huge that was that was our Facebook back then. Well, you know, yeah, and I think AIM AIM came out when we were kids. AOL Instant <laughs> Messenger, because I yeah. remember my mom using it. That's actually how she was like conversing with her second husband. I think that's how they met. Actually, was through a chat room. <laughs> nice, hey, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was before before the dating apps, but same yeah. general idea. I I met both of my, the the two boyfriends that I was telling you about, the two guys I dated. Um I met both of them. I met one on MySpace and one on a uh a, a different website. A very different oh. website. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. That's all right. <laughs> if I, you know, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, like that the and then dated them for a year, like I said, a year, year and a half. Um, but mm -hmm. there's a good percentage of people who I went out with, I guess, uh, that I met in those various different mm -hmm. like what is it? What, there was another one, plenty of fish or something. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely once you start on one or two, you really get the gist that they're all the same and you mm -hmm. learn how to play the game. That's all it is. Right. And they, they're so addictive. Like I remember going into work and like, you see that you have these messages and you're like, I want to check them. I want to check them, but I'm at work. Like I can't, I can't check it. So then I'm like spending every lunch hour, like <laughs> checking. I don't know. I didn't yeah. get a full hour for lunch, but no. Um, <laughs> but I will say I never met somebody like that sort of like a lasting dating relationship or anything. It was pretty much like one on a date, maybe two. And then it was like, no, like you, you get really good at rejecting people. <laughs> I will say that <laughs> like, this isn't going to work for me. 
Or you get the people that ghost. <laughs> I did have one success. I met my friend Ian through, I think it was Hinge, like Hinge or Bumble or something. And we went on two dates. We went, we did a coffee date and then we organized like a second date to go get beers or whatever, local brewery. And sometime in between those two dates, we're like, we are just super good friends. And we've just been friends ever since. And we go and do a lot of stuff together. But this was the thing I was going to say earlier. I was thinking mm -hmm. of this and didn't say it. Um, that when you're young, you can kind of like hang out with anybody. It's not a big deal. When you're apparently in your mid-30s right. and single, any person of the opposite sex that you hang out with, apparently you're dating. And so I just took right. – um, it's really frustrating because Ian and I are super good friends and I'm like, okay, when we go out, like, let's go out like to a club or something. I want to be his wing woman, but it's so hard because people think that I'm there with him. Like as his girlfriend, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> so it's hard to kind of play that role when it's just the two of you going and hanging out. Everybody just <laughs> assumes that you're dating. And I just took him. So there's a huge thing in the Finger Lakes out here called Wine Fest. So I took Ian to Wine Fest with me. And <laughs> if you ever do Wine Fest, the thing to do is to come right. up and camp because the stuff that happens at the campground is <laughs> way more worth the money than actually <laughs> like being in and tasting all the wines. And I love wine and we had a really great time. Yeah. But I was like, dude, we're going to find you a chick because I went up last year. My cousin and his buddies all like they camp up there and everything. And it's so much fun. And I'm like, oh, they found all these girls last year. Like, we're going to find you a girl. And like the whole time, like I caught on really fast, even just at like the booths for like sampling the wine. I'm like, I can't stand next to him <laughs> or he's not going to get anybody. Like people are just going to think he's with me the whole time. So it was really difficult to navigate and to try to be the wing woman. <laughs> It just wasn't working, um, but we still had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I got to think about that. Like we all try to help each other out at one point or another, like to get, you know, whatever ends the per that they want, you know, Yeah. <laughs> with someone else. You know, you still try to help them out. You're like, man, I'm going to help myself. I'm going to help you. Like, <laughs> and that's all that's all it is in your 20s is just like how can i help my friend get laid or how can i help my friend find somebody special like <laughs> i'm horrible at that by the way i am the worst and i apologize to those who i have strayed the very wrong way like setting sometimes. people up yes I, oh man i'm awful i i'm like yes that one that's the winner that's the one the lucky girl i'm going to marry no um <laughs> And it ends up turning like shit. Well, no, no, no. Give me another chance. That one right there. That one's a winner. And then it again turns out like shit. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm just gonna stop trying to help people mm -hmm. in that way. <laughs> yeah, I am not a fan of people attempting to set me up or just assuming. This is the other big thing because I love going out. I love to go to karaoke. I love to go like hang out with my friends. And even just recently, like last Friday, I think it was. Um, I went to karaoke with my friend and she was kind of flirting with a guy. And like, we sat at a table with several of our friends that we knew, but like this one guy just assumed mm -hmm. that I was like single and kind of like ready to mingle sort of thing. And like ended up asking one of our other friends later if I was like interested and stuff. And I'm <laughs> like, 
No, like I'm just because I'm out and I'm being nice to you because I'm just <laughs> yeah. generally a nice person, but I will also add it is my job to be nice <laughs> as a teacher. Like I can't really go in and be a bitch to my students, you know, like it's pretty much my job to be nice all day. So I'm, but I'm generally, generally a nice person. Um, but it's just really frustrating because now I'm like, okay, just because I'm here with a girl or some friends or like a group or whatever doesn't mean that I'm out here looking for somebody. And I'm just so tired of it. Like, why can't single people just be allowed to be single? I don't know. It's, it's, I'm so glad I'm, I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. I'm so freaking glad <laughs> that I don't have to like all the stress and anxiety that goes into, to, to dating and why it's so, I don't know. I like the organic. Mm -hmm. I like, I like when, you know, something happens completely unexpectedly. You feel so much more uh, content with how, wh however that goes, however that ends, and you know, whatever that person is mm -hmm. in your life, coming or going. You know, um, you just feel better about an organic uh, start, yeah, yeah. Uh, to it. The meat cute. <laughs> well, how would you how would you rate like? Um, dating in high school dating in your 20s and then to dating now how would you compare each of them what, what would be the highlights of their differences um i mean high school is just for the drama honestly like <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. all that was so high school just yeah no um i wish i actually had just <laughs> been kind of like my niece is this way, like just sort of into my friend group and hanging out with them and doing stuff, which I was, but like, I was always a little more like into boys and kind of falling for some of those pressures from friends for like, everybody should be yeah. dating someone kind of BS where my niece is like super independent. Yeah. And I mean, she's Gen Z. She's like, <laughs> she just like never seemed to really be all that interested. <laughs> if she was, she wasn't very vocal about it. Like she has a boyfriend now, but like, yeah, you know, she's just very comfortable just with herself and her friends and the stuff that she enjoys doing. And I'm a little envious of that. I wish I was a little more like that back yeah. then. Um, outside of high school, uh, I don't know, because it was such a whirlwind between working and working multiple jobs and going to school and like, you know, I met a lot of people, but again, I was always sort of like the, I'm dating someone. So I'm like faithful yeah. to the person that I'm dating, yeah. you know, now I'm like, wow, I, I missed out on a lot of opportunities <laughs> <laughs> for that dude. No. Um, <laughs> but now like there's definitely a lot of freedom now as an adult and having been through like, a, for the most part, a very happy relationship and to the point where we got married and everything, yeah. like having gone through that, and now I'm just kind of like, you know, I really, I really value this independence that I have now that I didn't have before. Um, and that makes, for me at least, makes dating a lot easier. But I've, I've had to grow for sure because I didn't, I always had that, that pressure. Like I said, that sort of family thing of like, you're supposed to be with a guy. Why are you single? Like it's yeah. just this sort of like anxiety almost. It was really weird. So I've had to do a lot of work to just work past that and be comfortable in myself and the hobbies that I have and like the friends that I meet and just, I've actually found that I'm, I've made a lot more friends over the last year than I did the first couple of years that I was out of my 
marriage and trying to kind of figure out what I wanted. And that's when I sort of did some dating apps and they were terrible. And there was even one time, like I met this guy and we had spent some time together and then he was moving. He like bought a house and was moving. And I, no joke, like went down and helped him move and then never heard from him again. (laughs) So, you know, like I laugh about it now, but yeah, like you do things like when you're sort of like insecure and like, oh, like I can kind of like spend more time. For me, it was like, I can just spend more time with this person. It wasn't the fact that he was moving, but then like now I just feel like I was used for my like pecking abilities or whatever. No, I I spent a lot. I spent too much of my life, you know, dating life. Um, I don't want to say, I think there is some amount of sacrifice that, that, that is required to, you know, cultivate a good relationship. But I, I think I sacrifice too much of myself um, in a lot of ways just to try to win, you know, and, and avoid rejection. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm, I'm so glad I don't, <laughs> I don't have that mindset. The fact that I am where I am with Josh and how long we've been together mm-hmm. I would not change one thing about my, my history, about my past. It's, it's, I'm at that moment in my life where I'm like, I would not go back and change anything because this is where I'm at. You know, there's, there's things I want to change now, you know, that I still can change now, but you know, it's the last thing I think anybody should focus on is any regret of those, those dating experiences and, really, really bad decisions, really, really like, what the hell was I thinking here? Uh, I'm going to go before the sun comes up, you know, kind of situation. <laughs> All right. So we have a new segment today that we're introducing <laughs> that we won't do every time, but, um, <laughs> How you feeling, Mandy? You're feeling good? <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty. Hi, apple pie. <laughs> this is our hi, Mandy section, because I have noticed, being your friend for a very long time, that when you're high, you give great advice. Thanks. <laughs> it's like you have yeah. this, like, window into another realm. So mm. what we'll do today is you're going to give me some advice. And then um, maybe we can get some of our viewers to like, or viewers, <laughs> no, listeners to um, to write in what they might like advice on. All right. That sounds like fun. So I am now in my, you know, in my dating time, um, <laughs> I seem to be the queen of situationships. Ah. So situation shit. Um, so I had one that dragged on for a very long time mm-hmm. that basically just became like a mutual booty call, honestly. But I was like so hung up on this guy for like the longest time, even though he didn't treat me well. And like, not that he didn't treat me well, but he just like didn't want a relationship. And I was sort of like, but I think you do, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know. So like you go through the phases and then you learn and then you're like, yeah, no, like, why did I spend all this time on this person anyway? They just weren't that great. Yeah. Um, so now I'm in a situation (laughs) that I need advice on because I found someone that I really do like, like really do like, and it's the first person that I have 
met since I've been divorced that like I could see myself like long-term dating this person. Mm -hmm. Um, And it can't go smoothly, (laughs) of course, because this is me. So when I met this person, he was in a long-term relationship, like a long-term, long-term, like years. And things had not been going well. And like having come out of a long-term relationship, like I can recognize where he was sort of in the process. Um, And things went well, you know, for the first few weeks and stuff. And then he got really busy with his job and all the things he had to do. And um, I was wrapping up the school year, so I was super busy, you know. So that kind of, like I had to put the kibosh a little bit on like the, your um, giving me too much, uh, too much of your time, like <laughs> to the point where it's annoying. Like okay. I get annoyed very easily now because I like okay. my space and I like my time alone. So when somebody just constantly fills that time, like I start to feel like claustrophobic, um, <laughs> suffocated a little bit. So we've been, you know, trying to find that balance to, to now it's almost tip the opposite direction but I know mm-hmm. a lot of it was work related. So the issue now is that he still lives with the ex. Hmm. So, okay. and I know like he's very open with me and very sincere. And we've had a lot of conversations about this. I know that like they are not together. They're in separate rooms. They have their own lives. I mean, it's kind of been that way pretty much for the last year or so anyway. Um, but now they're like officially not together but she was supposed to be moving out and hasn't and i'm sort of feeling like she's sort of taking advantage of him allowing her to stay and like what's happening is basically like everything's very one-sided he can come see me he can come to things that i do and meet my friends or whatever but I can't do that with him. Yeah. You know, so because part of it's just sort of like, well, because she's there, I don't think he's had this conversation with her about me. And so, you know, like it's, it's kind of all very complicated. And so I wonder like, should I be, should I be continuing to pursue this? Should I just kind of like, part of me is like, it's okay. It's not like I'm really looking for somebody long-term exactly like but i mean i was he came out of the blue and like things just clicked but i don't know like should i back off should i just kind of see where things go i don't know gotcha and like how long is this girl gonna continue living with him yeah too like there's no end in sight there right for sure the timeline is is pretty blurred it seems uh for a lot of different ways that this can play out um i looking into the portal of tell tell all um <laughs> putting a a goal or a um uh end game or any kind of um a, a picture together of your a relationship with this person i think should be blurred and, and put off to the side um, um i think that allowing you you yourselves to hang out with you know, hang out with him and have that uh, companionship sort of level, um, I think is probably the smarter way to go, you know, just allowing it to be as it is. Yeah. And I, I struggle just generally because 
you know me, I'm very type A. I like things done a certain way. I like things kind of like wrapped up neat and tidy. And so I'm the type that will just like handle it now. Um, and it's, so it's, it's very hard for me to be patient, even though like I'm very well aware of what he's going through. I was there just a few years ago. Like I totally understand what it's like coming out of a really long-term committed relationship. You know, when it comes to this point in our lives and how differently we date now than we did when we were younger and with how much of your adult life was taken in a long-term relationship, this is all still very new. It's very, the, the experience is still very infantile. You're able to, you have so much control over how things go right now. When you get into a relationship and you try to lock things down, a lot of times, um, I mean, you have to share that responsibility then. And I think that um, seeing where this goes, allowing it to kind of evolve as it's going to, and, and just keeping an, an awareness of your um, your feelings and um, your investments, and you know, making sure that you're not setting yourself up or allowing something to be set up where you're going to be blindsided or hurt. Mm -hmm. um, but allowing yourself to still have fun, you're in at a very, again, you have a lot of control over a lot of things of who you see, what other, you know, dating you do, um, where you go, um, you know, just, just play with it, just have fun. Um, but, but see where, see where this leads organically, I guess is what I would say. Yeah, I agree. I think that's really the conclusion I've come to as well, because part of me is like, even if it was working really well, do I want to be in such yeah. a committed long-term thing? Right. Even if, even if it would be the best you've ever, the best relationship in the world, it's still kind of like, yeah, but you know, maybe I, maybe I do want a little bit more like 100% me instead of being you know, that percentage, a percentage of focus also being on the other person, the relationship, mm -hmm. you know, you're not split in half. You have, you only have one cup to fill and, and that's what matters. You know what I mean? Instead of, you know, having to also put into somebody else's cup to help fill that one. You know what I mean? Um, right. And it, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I will say too, like the, um, the other complication is that it just hasn't been clearly communicated what exactly we are doing. So like, I don't feel comfortable exactly like going out with my friends to where if I wanted to flirt with somebody I met and maybe mm -hmm. get a number or whatever, like, I don't feel like I could do that. I feel like I'm slightly more committed here. You don't want to like, yeah, I don't want to jeopardize it. what I have. Right. Yeah. But also, I don't have the like definitive uh, direction of where right. we're going. Right. Like this isn't a monogamous dating situation. You know, you're free to do whatever. Like having those boundaries kind of set because it's not it's not inappropriate to set boundaries the first day you 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 like are invested in somebody. It's not inappropriate at all for the first time you meet somebody. Like, hey, you know, I I don't like eye contact you know, like, <laughs> right. You know, so, so setting boundaries is extremely healthy and in, in, at any stage of knowing somebody, um, reasonable boundaries. And I think that, you know, so that, that definitely 100% communication I would put as number one 
in any relationship, friendship, you know, family relationship, mm-hmm. um, what you know, intimate relationship, all of it, booty call relationship, like yeah, really communication is 100% number one um, mm-hmm. behind would be probably loyalty. And I guess that would go along with commitment. I don't know, right. but, but truly communication having that all out on the table, like we're, you're, you're, we're at an age. We don't, we don't BS anymore. I don't need, I, I don't need to have to lift a million veils to find the truth. Like I, I, I need you to just tell me yeah. flat freaking out what's going on just so that I know, because I, there's shit that I want to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. I think part of it too, is just like you were saying with women in particular, setting those boundaries of, I don't like where this is going or you aren't being yeah. clear with me. So we're done. Right. But we tend to hang on to somebody that we just think like it's going to work out. We always see that potential. We always can like see some kind of future with, with anybody, honestly, yeah. um, also- cause they looked at us the right way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but they said we were pretty. Um, I, I <laughs> so like it's, it's women- hard to oh, like sorry, step ahead. away. Sorry. It's hard to step away from that. And just look at the reality of like, I'm not comfortable with what's going on. So I'm just going to say, nope, we're done. This isn't working for me. Like you have to be comfortable with letting people go. Yeah. I I was going to say, I feel like also, and as, as women, we have been told it's sociologically, you know, just everywhere with movie shows, commercials, we have a role and, and we are not allowed to be the ones that reject we're not allowed to be the ones that say, Hey, this is what I need in a, in a friendship or a relationship and, you know, set those boundaries and it be received. Well, there's a lot of times where it's like, well, fuck you then. Or, you know, something like what you're going to set a fucking boundary with me. Like I've known you for a week. Like it gets really looked at very poorly when women actually set boundaries and vocalize when they don't like something because we're supposed to reserve everybody else's feelings first. And I, that's something that's like transcended time, this theory, this idea. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I think, mm-hmm. I think that's more healthy now than in a world of where everything has to be labeled. I go for the least labels in my life mm-hmm. altogether. Like, yeah, yeah we're, married, we're you know. nearing that, like, we don't give a fuck stage anymore. I feel like we where bridged like that. Just, yeah. Yeah. We're like on the bridge. Yeah, we At bridged least I feel between. like I'm on the, I oh, haven't fully sure. committed yet. I'm not yeah. going braless yet. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm not there. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. But before we give our ewes, uh, we put out on our Facebook um, a couple weeks ago now um, that they hear our ewes all the time. So we wanted to hear some of yours. So we picked two that we really liked. (laughs) We'll give the ew and then you and I can give a brief commentary on the ew. Um, So the first ew comes from Deb, who's (laughs) my, my big sis. Um, her ew is porta potties. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'd have to concur. Uh, there's been very few that are, have been pleasant, but mm-hmm. I don't know. My aunt lost her keys in one, one time and she had to go fishing for it and her hand was blue. Oh, so this 
particular <laughs> sister. Um, <laughs> I think this is why she doesn't like it, but um, we That's went the- to a fair, like a county fair or something once when we were kids and she lost her brand new mood ring in it and came out like screaming and crying to our mom to go oh, get no. her mood out of the porta potty. And mom's like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> So, the other ill, and I, I briefly brought this up, but I think it might've gotten cut out when I edited one of the episodes, but our friend, Jared, we know Jared theater pal from high school. Um, and everybody loves Jared. Uh, Jared said, um, actually it's so funny because I wrote it down. Jared's room, <laughs> room temp, ew. <laughs> but I didn't know what the room temp was for. Room temp coffee, where your coffee's oh, been sitting yeah. out and it gets oh, room temp. Man. It's not it's not cold. And it's not hot. Totally ew. I agree, Jared. One hundred percent freaking ew. I hate that. It ta- it it changes the taste, changes changes the chemistry. It makes it, it there's a film on. T- I just oh my god. Yes, I can. Yeah, there is 100%. a film on top. Oh, like especially if you use like whipped cream and you're like, oh, this is delicious. I'm gonna love every sip of this. You're you're you lied to yourself because yeah. it's now cold for whatever reason Ew. and the universe is just mean <laughs> it's just ill fun fact jared jared was my first stage kiss ah interesting in interesting. uh our snick and old lace yeah i i just remember the suits the colorful <laughs> outfits oh yeah i have I like think. a bright blue smurf suit and that fucking <laughs> Anyway, so thank you for sharing. And hopefully people will share some more ills that we'll share next time. Um, do you want to share your ill My for Ill. this week? Because we were dealing with relationships, um, I have to say uh, the ill for me is dating an Aquarian male when you are a Taurus female. <laughs> My <laughs> God. Ew. They were both, they, the relationship played out the same exact way from beginning to end. It was like, mm-hmm. it was like the, they were like twins and it was awful. And I should well, learn my lesson. And my ew is dating an Aquarian man <laughs> as a Libra. <laughs> also ew. I ew. think it has nothing to do with the other Zodiacs. It's just the Aquarian men. Just this pair up, just this and pair up. You and I, I remember talking to you about this person and you were like, that's exactly what happened to me. And I'm like, well, he's an Aquarian. And you're like, dip out now get out while you still can well we're going to wrap it up for today if you notice we flip-flopped things this time you're letting me close the show i don't i could go on i could go on for days it's okay it's not great Um, (laughs) but if you are enjoying our content if you like what you're hearing remember to uh, subscribe on spotify or apple you can find us on google a google search as well um like follow share 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 um and yeah we're at 77 followers on facebook we're trying to get to 100 so yeah share us with people i mean you could share us with your pets too that's probably cool i could play i could play some sort of music for cats (laughs) (laughs) music for cats yeah, we'll have that play in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you if you have a question for Mandy the next time she's high, let us know. We'll write it down. We'll we'll get it in the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't don't hate me. <laughs> All right, folks. Peace out. <clears throat> I held that one in for a while.
She's like, I'm not a cheap whore. He has an odd gait in his walk, so I, I'm gonna say no. Or yes, maybe a very, very large yes. I don't know. You like a limp? So yeah, whenever you're ready, we can start. <laughs> maybe not with that noise. Wait a second. So like, wait, so, Jesus died and then rose on the third day. Wouldn't it make more sense if he had risen on the seven days, seventh day just to like keep with the theme of like the seventh day of rest? We like rejuvenate ourselves on the seventh day. Like I just feel like that makes more sense. Um, well, the people were like, nah, dude, y'all need to come back sooner. This, this, this shit is crazy. Come back sooner. <laughs> 